So just in time, right on right. schedule, my upstairs okay. neighbors have come alive. Oh, really? Have oh. they gone with like a river dance routine or is it? <laughs> it's more of a tap dance today. You know, okay. it's kind of like in the Gilmore Girls revival when Rory tap dances to like, like distract herself. Yeah, like <laughs> She's like, I do it when I can't sleep all the time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they have entered the chat. They have arrived. And I got to tell you, it's really funny. Their input's not valuable. So I was going to say, it's really funny. There's this like tour Ireland thing that's like hey now that COVID's gone and it's just these like random like Gen Z people and they're on this like back Irish country road and it looks beautiful mm-hmm. and they like all look at each other TikTok style and then they start river dancing and I'm like <laughs> that's your neighbors <laughs> like that's what your neighbors are doing and they're like ready okay <laughs> yeah so um oh, it's going Michael great Flatley, where are you <laughs> I'm wondering if I should I, I don't appreciate them, but I'm wondering, like, can it get worse? And will I have worse when I move into Manhattan? It's only time will tell. So only time will tell. Hopefully you have like a very old person living above you. Sure. That's like the dream, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because they mm-hmm. just don't make any noise. Unless it's like the dude from Friends who is like constantly. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. not, 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 not the Mr. What's his name? Hendrix or something like that, you know? Oh, oh, no, it's not Hendrix. What's his name? It's like H-U something. Oh, Tammy's going to kill me for this. <laughs> okay. Pause to Google because I, I will not be able to focus without thinking of it. Are you ready to be mad? Because now we know what it is. I am ready to be mad. Mr. Heckles. Heckles! Heckles! Funny because it's he not H-U. heckles them. So he it heckles makes them. It That's make his sense. whole character quite so anyway and then he has that like mirror thing that monica accidentally steps into that is apparently a joke about magnifying his crotch oh you know the magnifying glass in his apartment that she's standing behind giving like a really like heartfelt speech yeah. about death and then everyone just starts laughing at her yeah, yeah. and she goes yeah. you're all going to hell <laughs> yeah. so i don't know if you guys know but hannah and i only watch like two tv shows <laughs> so anyway meanwhile (laughs) so anyway um okay so guys i just want to preface this now and i'm not going to get into it yet but this is going to be a doozy of an episode with like lots of words (laughs) going to be it's not an opinion sode but you wouldn't know it from listening (laughs) so uh, all i can say is buckle the heck up well on my part this has been like the week of throwbacks and I wasn't exactly prepared for them all. Like some of them I knew were coming so I could like mentally prep myself. Like, okay, we're going back into this mindset. Let's blue eye shadow ourselves ready and we're, mm-hmm. we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And then other things were like, whoa, that hit me. Mm-hmm. So TBD on some of them, but I will tell you one now. Okay. Teaser. Boom. Mm-hmm. So everybody on the TCT hashtag the team knows that I've been deep in the xbox monopoly game for a few a few weeks now probably a month she's close to being (laughs) the monocled man herself very close i have been rolling in the deep and i will tell you (laughs) i have started to quote him it's no it's bad no no one but you you knows those quotes luke sometimes does but not always but i did tell you the one that i think is so relatable and it's like, if you land on a space that costs you money, he goes, well, you certainly had other plans for your money. And I was like, yes, I did. I really did. <laughs> Every time I press checkout, 
you <laughs> certainly had other plans for your money. <laughs> yes, I did. But this is where Thank we are now. Pointing that out, Monopoly guy. I appreciate it. I wanted to do something else, aka, that's not true. Luke wanted to do like a date night in, and I was like, mm. "So you're saying we're playing Monopoly?" Oh. And he was like, "Please don't do this to me. Please don't make me." Do this. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, okay." I remember as a kid that we used to play this snowboarding game on someone's something. I, I don't remember mean. what it was. I thought mm. it was a PlayStation, and I was like, "I wonder if that's still like out in the ether." It Kids. Is. Friends, it's out there. SSX is what it's called. SSX3, specifically, from 2003. The graphics are wild. Awful. I remember yeah. it being, like, really lit. And now I, I will say, like, those are, like, those free games that, like, come in bundles that when you, like, buy a PlayStation kind of thing, you know? like They were so much fun. We used to do the, like, snowboard races down the yeah. mountains. and It was, like, pre-Mario Kart. Yeah, but I will tell you two things that you need to know about the SSX genre. Mm -hmm. Number one, the music is amazing. Like, they had some bangers on there. They're like, going down Metro City. Like, it's great music. It's, like, not that talented. Like, that was for free. That was just my talent exploding out. But it was, like, almost as good. Guys, you can access all of our non-existent tracks on Patreon. We are still on SoundCloud for both our beats and our podcasts. You're welcome. It's separate SoundClouds, but it's like linked. There was, oh my gosh, I just had it and I lost it because I had another game in mind. Oh yeah. Okay. So my, my dad, when I was growing up, he didn't have, yeah. you know, he was in a cult. So he didn't have a TV or internet, anything like that. So right. he had PC games for like our only form of entertainment or like reading or staring at the wall. And that was like one of the right, activities right. that you were doing on a daily basis. So okay. um, we had a healthy distribution of all of them, but there's... <laughs> There was something in the rota for everybody. <laughs> so, uh, but there was this PC game that we had and it was like, okay. it was pre Grand Theft Auto and okay. like not, you only drove and you drove around, I think it was Chicago. And you basically like, that was the whole thing. You picked a car and you drove around and that was the whole premise of the game. But <laughs> so we were like, how chaotic can we be? And so we would like, cause like cops will go after you and things if you break the law, et cetera, et cetera, you know? So like, there's not missions the same way that there's missions in Grand Theft Auto. It's like, there's no, it's not like that. You're just it's, driving. You're just, it's more linear, you know, so, um, more singular in its plot lines so, and its storytelling. There's um, no no talking except for the police when they yell at you. So, sure. Um, we would, my sister and I, we would just compete to see who could be the absolute most chaotic drivers and how quickly we could be pursued by law enforcement. And this, I just um, want you to know that <laughs> when you don't have internet, you either play pinball, which we did a lot. Pinball's mine, good. Minesweeper which mm -hmm. I, I still don't understand how to play. And I just press the button. <laughs> still like, don't get it. I just press the buttons like, here? How about here? Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's how I play. That's how I play most games. But, um, or this car game and or The Sims 2. Okay. Counter, not really a counterpoint, but just a point, actually. Okay. There's no counter. No counter. We need a counter. It's just a point. Um, there's a game now that's out that's I don't understand the premise of, but it sounds okay. exactly it sounds exactly the same. It's called like the goose game or like I know exactly what you're talking about. Goose, your, your whole but, goal but is to be chaotic goose. goose. It's so funny. But you're just a goose. Like you just have goose jobs. You're like, go to the river. One of them paddle is in the like, river. It's so funny because like 
there's some of those are like be chaotic towards humans and so you can steal things from them and make their lives harder <laughs> like I've watched people play and it's like it's entered it's like not entertaining for a long time but for like 10 minutes it's really funny it's <laughs> and not then a long like, time but it's a good time yes so then you're like okay I'm over it but um okay. yeah that's where I'm at so anyway um anyway SSX3 <laughs> right <laughs> two points uh-huh. number one the music is very good not as great as our beats but very good all right and two it's so much harder than I remember. I genuinely don't know. Like we talked about this before, but I don't know how I played these games as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like immediately challenged by the level of difficulty. Yeah. Cause I was looking at the, like we, we did a few of the like races and the way that you have to like get around it is wild to me. I was like, how, how are you getting that? How are you going up there? Question. Um, <laughs> cool question. I will say I am, I was much less, well, much less self-conscious about playing video games when I was young versus now, because I like didn't care if I was bad when I was younger because, oh sure and now I'm like, I must impress everyone with this skill <laughs> and I don't <laughs> possess that skill. So that makes it really hard, but do you know what changed it for me? Hmm. It's Guitar Hero because it yes. was public. It was public. You had to be good. You had to nail no, those I, solos. I smashed Hit the right Guitar buttons. Hero. Okay. Guitar Hero still slaps, I will say. <laughs> but it's so much better than Garage Band. I don't know why everyone like Oh, Garage Band was never good. I would still mm. play Guitar Hero right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I remember like I think my point 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 parents like all the time in the basement. Like it was just me down there with my PlayStation <laughs> 2. Just pretending that I know how to play Smoke on the Water, which I don't, but you know, Guitar Hero convinced me that I did. And rocking out. And then of course every party I went to back in like the I don't know. I was in like Georgia. Guitar Hero. Like a guitar hero at every yeah. single party that yeah. you go to. And it's just one of those yeah. things, you know? And you try to do the expert level of that one song that I can't remember the title of, but it was like the song to get expert level on on Guitar Hero. Sweet one. Cherry Pie. No, it was like, oh my God. That's going to be crazy. I'm going to have to like, it starts with an M, I think, but it was like the last song. Mother. On guitar Hero. Mm-mm. No, it was like, and I don't know, other songs, other chords. Again, for our music content, please go to our other SoundCloud page. Get more authentic behind the music. Here is the logo. VH1 behind the music. Guys, listen, you're lucky we don't charge for this because honestly. Our Patreon, you can get more private content like music, the beats, the bloopers. It's great. Um... So yeah. Anyway, video games. I sometimes game. I sometimes don't, and I'm still not good at them. So, in conclusion, <laughs> welcome to our podcast, <laughs> Actually, which is the, um, as you can tell, content that is riveting for all types of listeners. As on the edge of the seat. Sh- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I had a moment earlier where I could only explain it as like, I think my brain and my spinal cord just parted as friends. They were like, you know what? Like, this, this isn't fun. And you heard like a <laughs> noise. And then all of a sudden I just couldn't speak. And apparently they are fighting again mm-hmm. because that wasn't English. We but thought there was reconciliation and we were wrong. <laughs> we sent them to couples counseling and there was no resolution. They hired a mediator. Nothing. Ugh. I was going to say, as on the edge of your, your seat, as you are now, just wait, <laughs> prepared 
to be rocking it off that baby. <laughs> We're talking like ejection seat in the movies kind of rockets. I'm like, so glad you said ejection and I did not know where you were going. <laughs> I was very concerned. I was like. Listen, it could go both ways. That's all I'm saying. But anyway. I have another comment that's completely unrelated to everything we've talked about, because if we are not Sidebar Nation, then who are we? We are officially sponsored by Sidebar Nation, (laughs) slash we also own it. So it's a very complicated work relationship. And we've been fighting with us over the terms and conditions. It's getting ridiculous. The lawyers have gotten involved. It's too much. (laughs) It's a lot. Also, we're the lawyers, so it's a lot. So anyway, I was talking to Hannah I mentioned this earlier and I have like further comments. So there's more that Hannah hasn't heard to this little anecdote. And it is that I posted a photo earlier that was a couple of days old and I posted it sitting on my couch. Definitely had like, I was in the corner, like definitely like on my back and like double chinned up. Like (laughs) I'm like Gollum over here. And I was thinking to myself, like, I am a freaking catfish because (laughs) IRL, this this is not what you, the people get. Like what you can't see is me like, this is like I woke up like this and you won't see that until we've been dating for a year kind of appearance but I associated with being freelance hot okay I'm continue so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I am hot but I'm hot on my own terms okay on my own time she's a hot consultant yes she's not (laughs) can't be consistent who has the time who has the energy she I wouldn't say that. I was thinking she works on an hourly basis and I'm like, mm, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> that's not a good direction to go with. <laughs> it didn't happen. It's fine. This never happened. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> so this is the transcontinental D. <laughs> right. Are we introing already? I can't tell. I thought, I thought. We I think we are. I think. Okay. Do you have any more chit chat that you need to get through? Um, Nothing that's like unrelated to what we're going to talk about anyway, that are just like, I'm going to lighten the topic with these things that I have written down because they're related, but I thought you would, because (laughs) I feel like this is quite a hefty episode. Y'all thought the last one was big. No, Mm -hmm. you ain't not, you're not prepared. Sir slash ma'am slash other. No, you are. Wasn't. You're sitting here and you think like, oh, whatever, like I've heard it all. Like you guys always think it's shocking. You guys are so dramatic. You always think it's like huge news. And then it is. And then, and then wow. it is. And your socks aren't just blown off. They're not existent anymore. They, they have dematerialized. Thanos snapped your socks out of existence with this news. Gone. Disappeared. Gone. So, but before we do that, um, welcome to our podcast. So, um, <laughs> hi. Hi. I am Emma. <laughs> I am Hannah. And we can't tell you the topic of today because it's Emma's to- still too triggered about it. <laughs> I am. I will start if I say if I say it now, I'll start the rant, and it's too early, so we have to wait. You gotta hold it in. You gotta hold it's it in. It's internalized. It's here, close to my heart. Just kidding. I don't care about that much, but it's like my anxiety. It's there. <laughs> it's there. But anyway, before we dive into the main topic of the day, we topic. We always have this for you because we love consistency. And that is the tea of the week. You know, we love very little more than people who are consistent. We say as probably two of the most erratic humans in the world. But the thing is, here's the thing. Mm, the thing? We have the thing. Wait, is, wait, wait. Is the thing? Point is, is, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the point. Right. 
It's that we have specific routines that we're always in Mm -hmm. while we're being erratic and inconsistent. True. So like, I don't like to wake up before nine. Always. changes. Forever more. Now, how am I waking up? What am I waking up to? Changes. But I don't like waking up before nine. Forever. You know? Uh, Do I eat the same foods over and over and over again? Because I am a creature of habit. And once I like something, why would I taste a new thing that I might hate mm-hmm. that I've paid for now. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, once I find a sushi, I like, it's the only sushi I eat for the rest of my life. Um, and also everything else. Partially like. sponsored by Postmates. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's free from my end, but you get it. You're there. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, we're there. Um, <laughs> we were going to say the topic of the day will have to wait because we have tea of the week mm-hmm. as per our consistency needs. So Without further adieu. 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 <laughs> the thing is, this is like the tip of the iceberg of the weirdness that occurs. This is before nothing. Before we press record. <laughs> like, so someday, before we actually, like, sidebar once again, we're sponsored. We get, we, actually get, we get paid by the syllable when we do sidebars. So. <laughs> Just my freaking wish. By the syllable. <laughs> so um gosh now i forget what it was because i'm such a funny oh yeah so we are going to be giving you guys a little bit of like insight into the world of henema coming up in the future here soon via reels on the gram and if you're so lucky to be one of those people that has not been blocked by that account you will see the goodness don't even open that can that can is coming she's sitting here i haven't opened it yet but i've got the can opener right here ready to go (laughs) in my hand hot and ready and it's pink (laughs) (laughs) all right all right before we do all that i suppose we should give you our tea of the week let's give them the teeny tiny cup of tea the the little uh appetizer (laughs) saucer (laughs) you always talk to it like it's a baby hedgehog you're like (laughs) who's a little tea who is it Ego's about to lose her mind. <laughs> she's still sleeping, but I have to stop because otherwise she's going to be like, me? <laughs> Am I the cutie? <laughs> no. <laughs> the cutie, you say? <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, yeah. I will start because I was talking about throwbacks. And it has been a theme this week. Okay. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. So we started with SSX3, the snowboard game. Three. Trois. Trois. Bye. The Lassa. I'm going to stop this now. <laughs> so we started with that throwback, which was like, whoa, flashback wild. Right, right. So my church had a women's event this weekend. It was called Breathe Night In. And our women's ministry is called Breathe. So it's it's not like a breathing. A, a helpful reminder. <laughs> yeah, I'm like <laughs> You know what you should do all the time? Breathe. I, as a sidebar, once again, I love those, like, I love the hate. I love that they're so stupid. And I love people that, like, have them now because the early 2000s were, like, a wild time. Everyone has breathe, like, across their wrist. Or oh, whatever. yeah. Miley Cyrus has it on, like, her ribs or something. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. She also about. has a dream catcher. So let's, let's not take advice from her. But it's okay. Hey. <laughs> Here's the point. The <laughs> women's ministry called Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> women's event it was like a, a night in like thing that they like a they like a sleep in sort of thing 
Uh, kind of. So we're still in like semi COVID regulations. So you're allowed to have people in your house. So uh-huh. the idea was that we streamed it from our church and then people could have people around their house. So it's like a girl's night in kind of thing, but it was nineties themed and Ooh, our time girl. Yeah. I went in. Okay. So <laughs> by in, I mean, I bought things that I am now returning <laughs> because I will never wear it because I'm not on the trend tidal wave. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not that girl. I mean, you could have just sent it to me, but it's not a big deal. It's fine. It's very rude of me. I know, but here's the point. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I was, it was like, we were doing the suit thing. You know how everybody wore like the oversized suits. Mm-hmm. So I got an oversized suit thing. And then I YouTubed, like, how are we doing, like, a faux 90s blowout? Because all I have is a curling iron. Is it, like, very feathery? No. So, you know, the, like, Topanga slash Rachel, like, blowout. It's just, like, like, curly, like, thing that's, like, and it's, like, super deep side parted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, (laughs) for all of you Gen Zers who are, like, oh, I'm going to wear everything from the 90s, but I hate the side part. Watch anything from the 90s. They have side parts. (laughs) Boom. Mm -hmm. Boom. I'm going to stop saying boom. That's anyway. not a good point. So. <laughs> you have just proven their point about the Juvie Millennial, but it's fine. Boom. <laughs> boom. Roasted. <laughs> so anyway, Yikes. here's the point. I, I YouTubed like how to do the faux blowout, which you basically just curl horizontally the bottom half of your hair. If you ever want to do the like 90s Rachel look, that's all you have to do. Turns okay. out mm-hmm. you have to like kind of straighten the top half of your hair with your curling iron and then curl the bottom and there you go and I used eyeliner as lip liner because do I own brown lipstick no no I don't Mm. I don't own it do I have any other like possible ingredients no so I use brown eyeliner as lip liner Mm -hmm. and I will say I looked authentic because I had these shoes that I got from ASOS that I actually kept that I still like, but I looked down at myself. I wore them to work the other day and I was like, my mom had these. (laughs) This wasn't like, oh, this is a recurring trend. I'm like, my mom fully had these Mm -hmm, shoes mm -hmm. and somehow they've recycled themselves into ASOS. So here we are. Yep. So uh, also there's another other throwback coming up in this episode. (gasps) Stay tuned. They freaking guys stay tuned. So quick note before I do my own tea that I have jelly sandals and the guy next to me on the train, the little kid jelly sandals that had glitter in them. Absolutely. And I will say, I wish they were pink, but they're not. I was riding back on the train from Rockaway when I was at the beach last weekend. Wow. Was that only a week ago? Crazy. Um, so much has happened. And the guy next to me, we looked down and he has the same shoes as me. So we had like a huge bonding moment over like our oh, marriage. Wow. And it was like, I'm one of you. Cause now I've got this person who's like talking to me on the train and he doesn't think I'm a tourist. So it was really great. Anyway. That was not her tea. That was just a side no, bar. That was just a side <laughs> mark. Um, so my tea officially, cause I like a good rhyme. Who doesn't? Yeah. Is that I'm kind of torn about which direction I want to take this. I'm going to just tell the story uh, as a whole. <laughs> and so the other day I went to Manhattan mm-hmm. to get a consultation done for right, right. extensions. Yes. Because let me tell you, I've done, I've been on this short hair trend for a while. It's been about a year. And it was cute. 
It was, I, I and we thoroughly enjoyed her. Yeah, you know, like we had a couple of trains. companion. She's at my shoulders now. She was at my ears. My hair does not grow quickly. So it took some time. I was a yellow blonde and then I went ice blonde. And now I'm like doing that thing that girls did in the early 2000s where they're half brunette, half blonde, but it's on accident. <laughs> and I'm ashamed. <laughs> really? I mean, because I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, all I see when I like, look at this is like the girls from Springfield, Ohio, who like, this was a look, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think, and no offense to anyone who loves this hairstyle, like you do you, I feel like I look like white trash. Oh my gosh. Hang on. Okay. Sidebar. We're getting an audio for this. Okay. It's Don't decided. Worry. And on at least two items of our merch to come, we are going <laughs> to have sidebar nation. <laughs> so I was at an event like three years ago now and they had like a, a styling assistant there because it was oh, like no. a BBC event okay. and it was really cool but uh it was like a songs event so it was like showcasing music and mm-hmm. they had us all lined up on stage and one of the girls that came with us in my group she was standing there and she had her shirt half tucked in and half tucked out and this assistant ran over and was like why, why is your shirt tucked in like this side and she goes it's intentional and she's like it's a look and she goes it's a look she goes into her radio it's a look <laughs> I was thinking, yeah like so now in my head whenever somebody does something that's like questionable fashion I'm like it's a look <laughs> <laughs> I love that she had to report back to someone that like no 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 this yeah someone in the control room was like check that's with that, that girl is 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 that intentional is she planning to keep her shirt half tucked in it's, it's a look. look. It's intentional. <laughs> yes. So every time, like, I put my hair up and I see like my actual roots coming in on like underneath and on my roots on top of the blonde, like I'm humiliated and I'm like, it's not on purpose. Stop it. Don't associate me with that. It's not on purpose. I don't smoke a pack of Marlboros a day. Like, don't look. Don't at me. look at me. <laughs> I drink something other than like PBR. Mm. Yes. So anyway. While I was there, which I'm not going to reveal too much detail about the color and like the direction I'm going because I want it to no. be like a reveal. So like, Quelle surprise. Uh, so it's going to be like a reel <laughs> that I do <laughs> podcast page because um, I'm vain and desperate for attention. But also because also, it's a big deal. if you're a social media person and you want to be our social media person, please no. DM us. <laughs> we can pay you in nothing, <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> somebody was doing a quiz the other day and they're like you won the right answer <laughs> so that's what you would win Yay! you would win getting to be the social media person <laughs> if you have time if you're interested in brand building if you like our sense of humor dm us <laughs> because i'm expecting the messages to just flow in We'll literally take any help at all. <laughs> Except for anything that is critical at all of what we're doing. So Yeah, nothing like that. But we're open to all other sorts of help. You don't we're have open. to be the government so- to send you money. You could be anybody. <laughs> so anyway, I super digress. Um, exactly. While I was there, I was on the phone with <laughs> Hannah when this happened. Earlier when I'd walked to the appointment, some guy was taking donations for like a Buddhist temple. And what he does is he like aggressively approaches you and like tries to put things on you and trick you into buying things. So I'm on the phone with Hannah. You touched it, now it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) You must pay me. That's his method, I swear to God. So I'm on the phone with Hannah and I'm like talking to her and this guy comes over and he, he comes again and he slips the bracelets onto my hand. 
And then he's like, okay, just like put your name here and like write the word peace. Cause it's like a book for like manifestation, I guess. And so I was like, whatever. And then he hands me a necklace. He goes like, okay, so like $20. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? And well, all I hear is this like random person accosting her who sounds very interesting. Like his accent was very interesting. And all I heard was like, and I'm like, Emma, is he harassing you? Say pineapples if you need me to call the police. I don't know which police I would call. I don't know how to make an international call like that. Tell me what you need. What's going on? Because like I'm distracted. So I didn't see him come up until he was already there. And he like caressed my hand. And I was like, I'm very uncomffortable. So I handed him the necklace back. I took the bracelet. I was like, I don't have any money. Like I I had cash on me, but like I only had a 50 and I'm not paying a 50. No low tango dinero. No. (laughs) So I handed my stuff back. I was like, I have no money. And he's like, just a little bit. And I'm like, what about no money? Are you not understanding? Like I don't carry cash. And so- I just like, I shove everything back in his hand and I'm like, just go away. And the two women next to me are like looking at him like this man is insane because he seriously just, he came out of nowhere and just like, here you go. (laughs) It was just shocking to me. I came in like a wrecking ball. But I also got, so that day was the day I decided that I now accept bras as shirts and I was wearing a bra and like shorts. No. So I will say sidebar. When Emma told me, there's this trend in New York right now where everyone's wearing bras and shirts, and I'm, like, really into it. And in my head, I'm picturing, like, the Zara kind of, like, materially bra thing, and I'm like, sure. And then I see a picture on Emma's Instagram, and I'm like, it's a bra. It's a no, bra. it's just a it's just a bra. Just a bra. It's not, like, a fashion item that has become a bra because of how we're wearing It's a bra. She's just not wearing a shirt is what it is. Yeah, it's, it not, is. it's not that the bra is a top. It's that she just <laughs> went without a top. <laughs> It was a little more intricate than my other bras, a little less. It, it was, it could, someone did mistake it for a top because it was just more of a bralette than anything else. But I fully embrace this trend because let me tell you, we have been new on this podcast about my sweatiness and it is life-changing when I can go anywhere just without a shirt. Like, yes, please. I love that. Yeah. So I just want to circle back though, without a shirt. It, it's not a shirt. Sans shirt. It's not a shirt. There's Sans nothing there. Shirt. It's a bra. For just those bra, of you who yeah. would like to join the trend, I'm so happy for you. Go forth. Just know, legally, you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> and that's so. fine with me. So I got lots of compliments, though. <laughs> so. Oh, shocking. You got a bunch of attention because you didn't wear a shirt out. Yeah, but, like, women, too, like, really like my outfits. Oh, okay. That's nice. I'm like, it was like, wow, shocking. Just, like, this one, like, gave you goes by. And he's like, let me have that shirt when you're done. And I'm like, no, but thank you. <laughs> no, I don't actually love my clothing, but thank you. So weird. I'd have to, like, go actually be t- tits out if I did that. So I can't do that. But... Uh, also, also, I have no idea how much sweat is in this, sir. You really want me to launder it? <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> um, just believe me, please. And um, just a lot of, like, I mean, like, yeah, I expected granted like when I do wear shirts this is going to sound very vain but I get male attention anyway so I knew that it would be exacerbated by my lack of now shirt um I just didn't care so I understand um ego increased as an aside it was really relatable of course this I mean I'm really gonna find an audio for this maybe even within this podcast Mm -hmm. like this specific episode for Sidebar Nation. Here's the point. Mm-hmm. So I was on Instagram the other day and this girl, Danny Mercer, she's a great like influencer to follow because she does a lot of like the, this is how influencers pose. This is what a real body looks like. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty thin. So it's wild the way that it like transforms. Mm-hmm. But she was 
she did this post and it was so accurate and relatable. And I added it to my story immediately. Cause I was like, that is one of the best things I've seen in like the last week. You talking it about Georgie was- Clark's post? It might have been Georgie Clark. It was Georgie they, Clark. Because you're talking about the one where she was like dressed and like yeah, the comments. On yes. This. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. She looks identical to Danny though. So, yeah. So it's Georgie Clark. Sorry. Georgie Clark is another girl who has the same exact bio as I just gave. Fantastic mm-hmm. influencer to follow. She does a lot of like, this is what Instagram is doing to us exposure. Mm-hmm. But she posted herself and like her thought process behind each outfit. So she was like wearing a button down shirt or mm-hmm. like a button up shirt, depending on how you think about it mm-hmm. and a long maxi skirt. And it was like it's an very- ambidextrous shirt. If you think about it, it was very fully covered. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That makes total sense. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> and she was, she was talking about like, I'm very fully covered, so I won't attract much attention and I should be safe to go out. Like, and then she posted all the cat calls that she gets. Mm -hmm. And then she posted like an outfit of her in gym clothes and an outfit of her in like an Emma style outfit where she- What does that mean? Um, (laughs) (laughs) First of all, it's accurate. And second of all, how rude. (laughs) First of all, thank you. (laughs) But she posted all of these different comparisons and she's like, Mm -hmm. it's not about what women wear. And it's- it was just so good. I was like, that is absolutely accurate. As I tease Emma for not wearing a shirt, it's also not her fault. I mean, I, I fully, we are, we, wow. Give me a second. Cause I'm going to edit all that out. Did your <laughs> brain and your spinal cord have a falling out? Of <laughs> like I had done here. fighting. Um, <laughs> I hate it when you guys fight. <laughs> we, we here at the TCT do not stand victim blaming. And we also nope. believe that men all they have forever in the rest of our lives is the audacity and that is all they will Emma's life mantra is all men have is the audacity and she has to say audacity in the same way she won't say audacity no a normal American accent and if I were to say audacity it wouldn't be it wouldn't be authentic to me so I would say audacity but she says audacity (laughs) I need to enunciate so audacity audacity it sounds i just prefer that way so anyway Emma, audacity is actually your last name <laughs> um actually i officially changed it so <laughs> my middle name is also audacity i'm debating changing my first name <laughs> audacity 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 <laughs> it really just flows off the tongue so. without so, further ado yes i am so excited to get into our quiz because it's part of the throwback theme mm, throwback okay. Thursday, although it's Tuesday when you hear this, aka Tuesday. <laughs> and being recorded so, on Sunday, so it's great. <laughs> so it's fine. Everything's fine. Fine. Everyone's dying. Okay. Here's the point. We're doing a throwback quiz, and the throwback quiz is going to correctly predict Emma's age according oh, no. to the naughties trend quiz. So okay, we're looking okay. at like the early 2000s. 2000s, and you are saying whether or not you like a specific trend. Okay. And BuzzFeed quiz, which we stand, unlike all of the organization's outputs or opinions, but we do stand the quizzes, mm-hmm. is <laughs> going to tell you how old you are. Okay, so I can't wait. Stay freaking tuned. Now then, okay, let's the get best part <laughs> to the quiz theme. Do it.
Has there ever been such a great invention than trap Jeopardy? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I I'm no. asking for other contenders, which I can already tell you are losers. So I'm asking for a friend, but I'll tell you, my friend would agree. Mm. Trap Jeopardy is better. Incorrect. That is incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. It's not correct. So here's the point. Right. We are going also, to Also, quick through. super sidebar, because of course, last week yeah. Hannah's thing was in conclusion, and this week <laughs> Hannah's thing is <laughs> the point. So I think that's interesting. <laughs> Emma, Hannah-isms change every week, so. Yeah, uh, you could definitely create a drinking game off of what like phrase or word I decide to repeat a bunch Mm -hmm. it actually really annoys me because if I listen to something back and I'm like in conclusion and then I don't actually make a conclusion I'm like that is so Mm -hmm. grammatically inconsistent Hannah stop it immediately and then then (laughs) nothing changes which I really think is just a really apt metaphor for our lives (laughs) I recognize the problem and I continue to do nothing about it the council recognizes (laughs) the decision but given that it's a stupid decision we will not be executing it. So <laughs> anyway. We'll be executing you. <laughs> we do okay. this quiz. Okay. We do this quiz now. We do it. So you answering at the same time as me and then like Yeah, I'll verbally answer, but we're only guessing your age according to the Got it. response. Okay. Said. okay. Tell us how you feel about these naughties makeup trends, and we'll immediately know how old you are. Are you ready? Contestant number one. Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay. <laughs> eyeliner around the whole eye. Shown a Lindsay Lohan with eyeliner around her whole eye. <laughs> not. Okay. Also not. I like it on other people, but for me, I think it just makes my eyes too tiny and weird. I don't ever do bottom mascara. Like, can't. I don't. Can't do I, I do eyeshadow as, like, a coloring on my bottom lid. Or like right under my eye. Or yeah, like I do that sometimes. Corner. But I never do. I never, when I was that age or like back then, I was super into that. And then I looked ridiculous. Yeah. So. yeah. I looked like a swollen uh, raccoon. It was a lot of no. So. Number two, mm-hmm. frosted eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. A la Alicia Keys in this image wearing frosted eyeshadow. Um, Basically, it's like super glittery eyelids and then a completely neutral face. I kind of hot that. I kind of love it. Okay. <laughs> I would say uh, it depends on which color frost you're going with. If it's like a beige frosting, it can work. If it's like blue, it's a knot for me. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's like a more neutral frost, I'm there. But if it's like, yeah. like I would do a pink, a light pink personally. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. The next one is also in the frosted category. We have Elsa. She is from Alaska and her favorite color is blue. No, it's <laughs> frosted lipstick as showcased by Rihanna. I'm going to say not because it just reminds me too much of when we used to use concealer as lipstick. Oh yeah. So the frosted lipstick look is basically think of like a Kardashian nude lip, but include a gloss and take away some of the color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't stand that. Okay, this one's very interesting. Colorful eyeliner as shown by Claire Danes wearing a luxurious green mm-hmm. around her eye. Hot or not, the people want to know. Hot. I use pink all the time. Interesting. I would say, depending on how one executes it, mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. If one colors one's eyelid with it, not. 
Not so much. And a true classic, if I may say. Okay. Blue eyeshadow as shown by Miss Spears, Brittany. How blue are we talking? It literally just says blue. So you're going to have to I'm going to say not because it doesn't work with my complexion. Ooh, burn, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) I I have Mogan. I will say not for most of the ways that I've seen it executed. I've seen it a few times where it's looked really pretty. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's next? Next, the next one Mm -hmm. is the shimmery smoky eye, which I don't personally feel is that naughties, but okay. And it's showcased by Miss Taylor Swift. Swift. Um, the shimmery smoky eye. Um, the shimmery smoky eye. You know, quick sidebar. This reminds me of when CoverGirl did those like dual cream eyeshadows. Yes. Yes. That's or exactly like the brick, the yeah. brick of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I think of. Uh, I'm going to say not because I don't think most people do it well. Okay. I would say hot if you concentrate your sparkle on the eyes and you have a neutral face. Mm-hmm. If you're going like full sparkle, like a disco ball, it's just not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Now, this one was talked about as a 90s trend. So it's interesting that it stayed through to the naughties. Mm-hmm. It is brick red lipstick, meaning a brownish red lipstick as showcased by Xtina. I'm, I'm a big knot on that i hate that color mm. i think it looks really nice on people with deep complexions but i think when people with fair skin try to wear it it just looks ugly yeah so i, I mean obviously i'm thinking of these things in terms of like my own complexion and how yeah. i look for myself not nude and clear lip gloss which i'm not sure how that's a naughty thing but apparently it is this is just beyonce i don't know what this is supposed to show mm. you but um i I'll say hot because I like the clear lip gloss idea. I'm into that. I still like a clear lip gloss. You know, you just want a little, mm-hmm. little juice on the lips something. and you don't want like, yeah, you just want a little salmon. And you don't want like a bunch of color maybe. You're not wearing mm-hmm. any makeup, but you mm-hmm. just don't want your lips to look crackalackin'. You know, mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. them to look mm-hmm. a little luscious. You go like this. And a kiss. And a kiss. So... Super nude lips a la concealer lipstick. Wrong. Showcase no, by not, no, Paris no, Hilton. No, no, no. I will say no. It's really creepy. I can't do it. The one thing I really notice, especially as like a really fair skinned individual, is nude nail polish looks the creepiest on me if I get the wrong shade because mm-hmm. it just looks like skin. Yeah. And it's disgusting to me. So I think the same thing mm-hmm. about super nude lips. I'm like, uh, I, I don't really like wear. I don't like it. I don't wear nude in general. I don't do it. You know, like when people wear nude leggings and you have to do a double take, that's like my worst nightmare. No, it was so bad. We were in Bournemouth the other week. I, I talked about this, but we went on holiday, my husband and I to Bournemouth and there was this girl walking and I genuinely thought she was naked from the bottom half down. So she did the opposite of what you did, Emma. She was naked. From the bottom <laughs> half you have to choose one. <laughs> you have to choose one. You have to pick an accent. You got to stick with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I saw her and I was like, is this girl actually walking naked in the middle of this park? And then I looked again and she was wearing leggings, but they were nude and they were so thin that mm. there was no clothes. Nary, nary a stitch could have covered her. <laughs> like, mm. oh, I was, I was looking and I, like, I couldn't not look. And Luke was like, I shouldn't have to see this. I, I'm in public. I shouldn't have to see this. And he's so British that he's like, I can't look. I can't look. Oh, <laughs> like, <God. laughs> in conclusion, 
moving on right point is (laughs) glowy skin is apparently a naughty thing which i think it's very modern i don't think anybody has wanted to look as much like an oil slick has covered their face as the like 2020 2021 skincare trends they're like okay first what you do is you take some olive oil you slather it all over your face Um, and then you put some like lighter fluid on top Mm -hmm. and then you'd go in this with this like k-beauty glass skin thing and you slap that on there and then you just chuck on your lips and you go like why and then like an oil skin yeah (laughs) like who's the example alicia keys again so here's my thing i like highlighter you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like not a crap load of highlighter Here's the thing for me. I, here's the thing. <laughs> I What's the thing? have really oily skin. Like yeah. I have very oil prone skin. It's not very combination most of the time. So glowy skin for me, it means I've had my foundation on for a long time. Like glowy skin is not an aesthetic that I, I look for. It's like an eventuality that I need to prepare for. Like, mm-hmm. oh, did I pack powder? Oh, am I planning to wear this for more than five hours? Okay. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have an opinion on glowy skin. I think it looks nice on other people, but I think if you have oily skin, it's just something that you're never going to be able to achieve that is not going to just like fall off your face or is going to like ruin you. I like dewy skin. That's my thing. I like dewy. So this not, but dewy, I'm into it. Okay. Heavy blush on the bottom of the cheekbone. Again, Claire Danes. Apparently she was the only person alive in the early 2000s. So here you go. Mm. And basically it's like the, the like 2K, Y2K version of the 80s cheek where it was like high and all over. Mm-hmm. We've moved it down, but it's still all over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say not. I think it's just too much. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it helps your face at all. Mm-mm. At least the 80s one, it gave you like a little, mm-hmm. like a little lift. The next one is blue eyeliner on the lower lash line as showcased by Ashanti who has heard anything from Ashanti in the last eight years asking for a friend uh for me it's a knot it's also a knot for me I don't know how many more of these we got coming but (laughs) we'll try to do some rapid fire just to get through the rest okay okay white eyeshadow not not purple eyeshadow not not and raccoon eyes aka black all around the eye not 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 naughty Oh, how old do you think you're going to be based on this? Okay. I feel like because I said no to a lot of these, maybe they're picking up more like zillennial vibes from me. So I would say if I were this quiz, I would put me in maybe my late teens, early twenties. Okay. But I could be totally wrong. I will tell you they did not. (laughs) (laughs) Does it think I'm old? No, they put you at just a slight decrease. So they put you at 26. Six. Okay. So they shaved off a couple years. Thank you so much, BuzzFeed quizzes. (laughs) Thank you for being part of it. It's kind of like you're like you like some of them for the most part. You're like "Mm, no, because I wasn't a teenager until. Were you um, not a girl? Not yet, woman. Exactly. So, would you consider a teenager like? I guess when I think teenager, I think like I got my driver's license, which would have been 2008 for me. Mm So that's kind of like when I started and a lot of these trends were very like 2002 to 2005. I think teenager in my brain is like 13 to 18. Okay. I see. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, for me, anything before 15 is preteen, like, even though you're technically a teenager. Yeah, I don't use the preteen category. I don't know why. I think that like, you're just, you're just there. You're just hanging. You know, it's like, cause to me, teenagers, it means that like, you get to drive around aimlessly because in Ohio, there's really nothing else to do. So you just drive around and there's like, nothing else to do. It's like, just like you pick up your friends, you go get a slushy from like Circle K and then you drive around. Like that's the whole thing. You don't have friends, <laughs> drive around and then you park at home. Ta-da, we did it. <laughs> Counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Counterpoint wrong. So <laughs> I will say mm-hmm. we have tried to keep this very light and fluffy because mm-hmm. what we're about to go into is Uh-oh. dark and twisty. Oh no. It is into the woods. <laughs> it's a deep sip, guys. It's a deep freaking sip. This and is it's a, this be is mostly Emma talking. A stein, <laughs> not a cup, not a mug. It's a bucket. It's a barrel. Okay. It's actually an ocean, but whatever. I think mm-hmm. we need to just like hear Wendy to like prepare us mentally mm-hmm. for this sip. Mm-hmm. Okay. The tea is exceptionally good today made this mm, very delicious mm. well the tea is something let me tell you he's a little better <laughs> all right i have been like part of this i've been dreading because like there's a part of me that's like i just never want to talk about it again i want it to be done but at the same time this yeah. is reality so i do want to intro this because this will be a lot of emma speaking because i just want you guys to hear her authentic perspective and and i would say and i said this to her the other day when we talked about it the first time i was like this has to be just like the body positivity thing where it's something that's happening to so many people Mm -hmm. but people aren't talking about it like somebody said to me today on a totally unrelated note they were talking about miscarriages and they were like it's something that is so common. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nobody talks about that. Like, that's so brave of you to talk about. And yeah. Yeah. Slight sidebar. But the point being like, I think it's one of those things where this is something that's happening to a lot of people, but people aren't aware and people don't want to like necessarily put it out there. And I think it's going to be very similar to people seeing the body types that they have being normalized. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that people go through that it's going to be really helpful for you to share your perspective and your experience of. So yeah. we talked last week about Emma closing down the hive. She's shut the little bee boxes. We don't know what they're doing in there. <laughs> I'm not interested in looking, to be honest. I, I don't want to look. You know, it's probably a lot of anger. Yeah, it's kind of like, so quick sidebar, there's this TikTok trend going around where it's like this audio and this dude is like, well, not much going on around here. Let's see what's behind this door. And then he opens it and like horror music plays and he closes it and he goes like, uh, nope, I won't be going in there. And that's what I think of when I think of reopening yeah. the so. so it has developed, believe it or <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Shockingly. So I am going to be calling this segment the end of the apps. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Emma, take it away. I will, of course, be here to provide my invaluable interjections, Mm -hmm. but this is your platform, girl. You go. You glow. It's like platform sandal because they're more comfortable, so. (laughs) I'm in a wedge. (laughs) So we're going to title this, I don't know if I'll make a pun or not, but basically my whole concept for this episode is going to be the season of singleness, which because it's hot girl summer is literal. Tease the season Tease to be home. single. <laughs> uh, we should say that for Christmas because it's more like holiday. But anyway. Okay. Well, you just our hope, our- <laughs> <laughs> pop the 
balloon of your <laughs> we didn't know we were about negativity okay <laughs> That's all I'm about. My whole, I, I am ready for violence at all times forever. So I don't even wake up and choose it anymore. It's just who it I am. It chooses me and it's just in my heart. So no. It knocks on my door. Uh, and this is actually, that attitude in general is actually a big reason why I'm staying off the apps because I'm finding myself becoming more and more jaded and I don't want to be that person. So yes, the season of singleness. And I'd like to just start by just like establishing that Nick has died, unfortunately for him. He he's not dead. actually dead. <laughs> like he's not actually dead. As far as we're concerned, he is dead. And <laughs> yes, but I just want to make sure people don't get confused about what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, emotionally, Nick has died. Yeah. Physically, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I, our brief relationship, situationship rather, because clearly we were not on the same page, which you'll learn more about has ended. And many of you are probably going like a, haha, I told you so. And that's okay with me because I thought I was dating a Nick and it turns out I was dating a Bob. Listen, he was an undercover J name. His Nick was oh. spelled with a silent J. <laughs> Janik. Janik. <laughs> but more importantly, like this is something that I don't think the team, hashtag the team at the team, I don't think this is going to be people going, Oh my gosh, Emma, how dumb are you? I think it's going to be like, what? So it is give a little the people shocking. the backstory. Tell them what has happened. Well, so the last time we spoke, he had visited already and we had, you know, discussed me mentioning him. We had both seemingly agreed to deactivate our accounts. Um, one of us did, the other did not. And I'll let you take a big guess as to who that was. And I- Spoiler alert, it's not Emma. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was not me. I did deactivate. So, and there were plans for him to come visit again. And he did. He got here on um, Wednesday night. He was here, came in, we watched some TV together. We hung out. Everything was normal and fine and seemingly okay to my brain. We go to sleep, you know, everything seems normal. We have plans the next day to like go to the gym after I'm done with class. Like it's a whole conversation. I just want to point out that at this point in the interaction, although he has slept over physically mm -hmm. he did not sleep over no with emphasis on the not sleeping and the over because once again oh. i had established early on my physical sexual boundaries and i had not crossed them i said here's and the line he originally said like great i'm so into that um was he honest obviously not so but i'll, Stay tuned. <laughs> I'll get there. so anyway He's here and it's normal. And the next day he's acting like a little weird, but like, I don't think too much of it. Cause like, whatever. And I get up and he comes into the living room and he like, I get ready to walk the dogs and he puts his shoes on. So I'm like, Oh, are you coming with me? He's like, Oh, I'm like going to call my dad really quick. And I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. I go out and I walk the dogs and I come back and he's standing in my kitchen with his shoes on still. And I'm like, why are you wearing your shoes? And he tries to play it off as like, it's totally normal to wear your shoes inside someone's home and just walk around like that after specifically putting them on when you woke up. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. So weird. And so I was like, that's like, I told him like, that's super weird. And so we sit down because my class, he's asking me like, when's your class start? And I was like, I'll start playing one and I, it's virtual. So I just log on at one, you know? And I don't think too much about his questions. Like in hindsight, they were a little probey, but like, I'm not thinking about that, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like, oh, he's just wondering when I'm going to start class because he had made a plan to go and get us food while I was in class. So mm -hmm. we start watching Ink Master, I think, um, which is like one of my favorite shows. I'm like, how dare you tank this for me? But it's fine. So we're watching, 
and we, we watched like a few episodes commentary like he's not being super affectionate or like but like not like sitting on the other side of the couch for me either so it's like we're just hanging out and I've, I'm asking I'm like are you sure you're okay because he seems off to me and he like insists that he is you know everything is fine whatever and then I start class around one right he says he's gonna go get us lunch at this there's a bodega down the road that we've gotten a sandwich at before and it was it was decent so he says I'm gonna go there he takes my order he asks me what I want drops it all down in his head blah 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 and I tell him like take my keys with you because I'm gonna be in class so you can just open the door and get back in and he is a little weird about it and it's like oh so like the door just won't be open I'm like well no you'd have to like call me on the call box and I'd have to let you in you know remotely so just take my keys and he's like oh, well, like, what if I lose them? And I'm like, you're not going to lose my keys. Like, just take the keys. So I give him the keys and he kisses me goodbye. I sit down, I'm in class, you know, I'm doing my thing. He has his bag with him. And I'm like, what, what's, what are you doing? Like, why are you taking your bag with you? He had previously said, well, now I'm going to drop by my truck because I had left some clothes out there that I want to get. And to me, I'm like, okay, this is like, at this point, he has forgotten things in his truck throughout his visits to me, like multiple times, like he's had to go back. So to me, I don't think too much of it. Um, so I'm in class and I would say about 20 minutes later, I get a text and it's from Nick. And he says, I left your keys on your dresser. I had to leave. It's not going to work. And he immediately blocks me and I'm blocked on every other platform. And I was like I, flabbergasted, shook. Who does this? Men have done me dirty, right? Like men have done me dirty. No one has ever done more than one doorstep breakup, which is mind boggling to me. Like one would think that the doorstep breakup is not a thing that someone would go to. She's had two from the same person. And you know what was was infuriating to me was I had informed Nick that my, my, my ex, but the first time we broke up, he just marched into my home, did not knock, did not like respect my space and ended things with me in my living room. And I'm like, you know, it was, that really upset me because this is like mine, you know, like you don't get to come in here and disrespect me. And then of course, Nick, you know, while we didn't have a relationship, so he can't break up with me. He still is in my space, petting my dogs, hanging out with me, you know, like yeah. all these things. I buy him food, like all of these things. And he does that to me in my own space. And I'm just like, I was shocked, just shook because like, at his age, in his place in life, it was just, I'll get into like the things that I ignored and why I think I actually like felt something. I don't think it's about him specifically. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I read him so wrong or like, you know, at that point in yeah. time before I like had any hindsight and thought about what had happened, it was just like, I, I could not believe it. And yeah. so I called my mom, I think, and she and I, she was like shocked. And then I told Hannah, cause Hannah was, um, you were doing something, I think a church yeah. thing maybe. And so I texted her everything that had happened. And so she calls me that evening and just, we were just like, what? And apparently Hannah's friends feel the same way about the situation. Okay. I will just say that I have done a public opinion poll because I just find this story not fascinating in the sense that I don't feel anger and sadness and hurt for Emma, but fascinating from like a plot line perspective. Like mm-hmm. I, 
Emma was saying, like, I've seen this in movies, like the slip out, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to run to the dry cleaners. I'm thinking of um, things Friends like a benefits. man. Oh, I'm thinking of Friends with Benefits where he yeah. goes, she like goes to get them coffee and she sees him sneaking out of her apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So, but something like that where, you know, I've, I've seen it in movies, but I've, I've never really heard about this happening to someone, but it just flabbergasts me. I'm like, I can't believe that you would have the audacity all they have but you would have been new we should have seen it come but but like you would have the nerve to not just like sit there and be an adult and be like hey by the way I'm actually gonna leave because I don't feel comfortable staying anymore because I think I'm giving you the wrong impression I don't want to stay but I've done a public opinion poll with like multiple friends of mine and they're Mm -hmm. all shocked like every single time I tell it it's like what yeah so I have two quick points and then I'll let Emma get back into the groove. But mm-hmm. number one, I would say, I don't think he, this is my takeaway. And I told Emma this the day she told me about it. I don't think he actually respected her boundaries. And I think that he was thinking if he just visited like one more time, mm-hmm. that the boundaries would like lower a little bit. And mm-hmm. when they didn't, he was like, oh, and then he tried to bail. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was like, I don't think it was like a sudden flip. I think it was, I'm going to wear her down. Oh, actually it's not working. Okay. I'm going to move on. My point number two, if you're going to do this, leave me the food. Why, why would you get me lit for a sandwich that I'm never going to have? Like that is a double hit. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a double tap. Now I am disappointed and I'm hungry. Yeah. Like if I'm ordering a Chipotle thing, I'm excited about that. Like I'm hungry. I'm thinking about it to not receive that to me is worse than the dumping, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really care about that. Where's my food. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying to Luke, I was like, literally if in like the first few days we've been dating, you were like, Oh, I'm going to go get you a coffee. What do you want? And you like wrote down my order and then you broke up with me, that would be like two knives at once. Because be now I'm not getting John Tucker. This is like, this is how I feel now. John Tucker I, on the side. I am Brittany I'm, Snow and John Tucker. So I'm not getting the coffee. Are you serious? <laughs> and you're breaking up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just some of the things that he was like asking me after this happened became like, it became very clear. But some of the things just became more like, evident post him pulling the slip out being a child whatever you want to call it so he would ask me at that point like do you need to walk the dogs before you start class and I'm like oh no I took them out like just a couple hours ago like they're fine and my thought process after all this happened and I had time to reflect was did he want me to get walking the dogs out of the way so I wouldn't surprise walk them after he had slipped out and see me or see him driving away in his truck like he wanted wow. to be very sure that he had left the area before he sent me this text and did this to me. And honestly, I, I was hurt, but mostly it wasn't, it's not really about him. You know, it's mostly just that you as a person got my hopes up after I was very vulnerable with you, you know, yeah. like I am very upfront about my mental health and the things that I deal with in like the abuse that I've endured in relationships in the past. And I make it a point to be very open and upfront and myself completely from the start. And constantly I'm checking in with this person, not just him, but in general, you know, like, 
are you on, are we on the same page? Am I making you uncomfortable? If I yeah. think I'm moving too fast, like check in with me, tell me how you're feeling. And I feel that I'm very capable of that kind of communication. And he was less capable. And so constantly he's like, I like you a lot. We're totally on the same page. Like this, this, and that, you know, I'm not just leading you on blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, for what? what is the purpose of lying to me? Or maybe like you think you're not lying to me and then you have a moment of clarity and you change your mind, but then you decide to be like just so immature about the situation. I don't think that's what happened. I think that he had an ulterior motive, but you know, even so I'm here like constantly asking you to like confirm with me that I'm not making you uncomfortable and that you're still here and you openly, you know, say you don't need that because you're good. Like we're good. And then you do this, like clearly you weren't good. And so now you've just disrespected me on a whole new level because I did everything right. Yeah. And I think it was really interesting that you were talking about your space. Cause I think that's really important too. Like he didn't just like ghost you, but he came into your house. He came into your physical space and then he you know, broke up with you, whatever the situationship term, or is that like a fake up? I think is what Mm -hmm. I used to call it, Mm -hmm. like a fake breakup. But he like did all of this dramatic, like, oh, I'm blocking you and leaving you stuff. But he'd become a physical presence in your life instead of just being somebody that you chat with that like stops responding to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, my intuition was up already because I have suspected that he would say like, I'm not coming anymore because of like his recent shift and of course I'm the kind of person that like as soon as I notice that you're pulling back I am going to try harder because now we have established a bond like this is post first visit so if it had just been like chit chat virtually I don't think I would have tried as hard so what happened between like the weeks that you guys were talking so like describe yeah so (laughs) singular (laughs) describe like the first part and then the shift because you you were just saying about like Mm -hmm. I know because we've talked about it but you were just saying about like the shift in communication so so it starts very like constant talking you know like he's calling me pretty frequently he's interested in me as a person like we're you know like long conversations our first phone conversation was like I think a couple of hours long and he, even when he was doing his workout, he was like consistently talking to me and like sending me photos of like, blah, 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 you know, and texting me in the mornings. And so it wasn't that he stopped texting me, but it slowed a lot between like the first and second visit. Okay. And I, I don't really, I can't identify a definite switch. I think that honestly, me expressing how I felt did something, which is honestly, I think really unfair just because I, I've made it very clear, like, you know, I don't want to come on too strong. I'm just letting you know, like, this is how I feel. And this is what I'm interested in. It's not like I professed my love to him or anything like that. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't that deep. And so maybe he read into it more than I thought he did, which is also not my problem. But, um, you know, all I'm saying is he definitely scaled back a lot. And, you know, that's why I was like, what if he like, he kept guaranteeing like, oh, I'm going to come over. I'm going to come over. And that's like a 60 mile plus drive because he's in Long Island and I'm in Brooklyn. So, you know, it's not a short trip. So to me, like him making the effort to come out here mistakenly, I guess I thought was an indication that we were on the same page because that's a lot to do for someone. Apparently men will just do great things to get their dicks wet. But I was, I was talking about this and I was talking about it with my neighbor and she's so funny. I was like, I think literally to sleep with someone men would like 
charter a plane. They would get a boat. She was like, they would literally swim across the ocean. Like, oh, I'll rest when I get there. I'll just lay down. I'll make sure I rest my arms when I get there. It'll be fine. I just won't do as much. Like, so. so, I mean, all I can say is as like the whole scenario as a whole, I thought it was just really unfair. And I think what was the most hurtful for me was just the death of a hope or an idea. So mm-hmm. at the risk of like, I don't want to make this too long of an episode. I have like, certain things that I would advise people, women probably more in particular to do when they first enter into something like this, that I have obviously defied and I have done the opposite of, which results in like a greater disappointment because ultimately I think most of the time when a short thing ends, it, it sucks because like that's when emotions are really like running the highest if you've decided like you're into someone. But at the same time, you're not really invested. So like yeah. everyone's like, why, why does it hurt so much? And it's because we romanticize so much at the start yeah. of any sort of relationship and you're in your head about it and you're picturing and you're making things up. So all I can say, the best advice I can give someone and at myself, uh, memo to me. Is, memo to me, name you after my meeting. Also that. But my second memo stay as rooted in the reality of the situation as you possibly can because it's so easy to run off with your imagination and picture yourself doing things with this person because now you have this consistent source of attention and you have someone like telling you what you want to hear whether or not they're being genuine like it's what you want and after so long of just like drowning in the honey of the hive like (laughs) absolutely choking on the honey (laughs) like like it was a it was refreshing for me and I think that he probably picked up on that and um I don't know if it was like intentional manipulation but I do think that he knew what he was saying I don't know how much he meant and honestly like I could sit here and agonize over it and I'm not going to because this just, once again, it's not about him. He is secondary to the problem at hand. The issue is that someone would have just the audacity, once again, to make themselves a presence in my life. And then, you know, it's okay to change your mind. That's fine. It's not okay to treat people as though they're disposable. That's not okay. Yeah. So going forward, what are you going to be doing? Like, I... I don't want to say that this changed everything because I think you've come to this realization quite a few times where Mm -hmm. you're like, actually, I think singleness is really important. And you talked about it a few weeks ago. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's something that is like a cyclical, like, no, this is what I should be doing. No, this is what I should be doing. No, this is what I should be doing. But like, how are you going to protect your heart going forward? Because like I said, I don't think that you're an island. Like, I think that this kind of stuff is happening to people who are in that modern dating game, Mm -hmm. who are on apps or who are potentially meeting people in person and that are having these complications with. Mm -hmm. So like, what, what are you going to do going forward in your dating life writ large? Not like, Mm -hmm. are you going to date, but. So here's, so the reason it is cyclical is because people at Emma allow themselves to, I am personally victimized by myself, Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, allow your, you allow yourself to like stay in a scenario where you could potentially meet someone because you think you have control over it, you know? So I'm staying on these apps, not anymore, but previously because I was like, oh, it's podcast fodder. And a lot of that was true. And also because you get used to a consistent stream of like attention, you know, dopamine hits, man. and it's just, you know, and now that I'm off of them, it's definitely kind of like, it's a hard habit to break to just like, like get swiped right on it. Cause like there's a validation factor that comes with that. Yeah. But 
I think this was just the straw for me that broke this camel's back. And I know what I said to people when I turned them down previously, I meant like, I need, I have things I need to do, you know? And even just in this week span, I was so distracted and I was so focused on like, does he like me? Is he going to text me? Did I do something wrong? This, this, and that, which like, you shouldn't, at the very start, especially like you shouldn't be having those kinds of issues with someone who yeah. like, is like quote unquote meant for you, you know, like if it's a healthy relationship of any kind, those are not the thoughts that should enter your mind. So, you know, red flag number thousand. Well, and just, I realized we didn't touch on this, but we didn't call it specifically like red flags, but you said you were going to go into like, what were some of the red mm-hmm. flags that you ignored mm-hmm. so just to kind of enumerate them. Cause I know you vaguely touched on a couple, yeah. but um. I think just like the heavy, very heavy attention at the start, I think is kind of a red flag. Not that, I mean, I do love attention. Don't get me wrong. But if you like, if you, cause I take time to decide how I like someone. So if you like speed that up and you like, tell me what I want to hear because I've like exposed something to you, like red flag. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess I would call it over, overly charming or like overly sensitive. Maybe, you know, I would also say, this wasn't the case necessarily at first, but it became more apparent. Like they never ask you anything about yourself, you know, like they don't, like he asked me a couple of things about myself, like the first time it was very like, Oh, I'm going to remember that this, this and that. And then it just stopped like the next day, Mm -hmm. like it did not continue. And when they call their ex crazy, because I've been on that side, you know, and granted, like sometimes people do messed up things to their ex partners. Like I'm not trying to say this isn't the case because I don't know everything. I don't know both sides, but because I don't know both sides, I consider that a red flag because God knows how many times I've been called crazy just because they exacerbated my anxiety disorder. Yeah. You know, just like, I think just the fact that I knew that I was like fibbing a little to make him feel better, you know, because like, I didn't want to like hurt his feelings. Like I did like him. So when he asked things like, am I funny? And I'd be like, yeah, you know, like to somebody that's probably true to me, not so much, but you know, things like that. Um, I guess those are the most glaring ones. And I do think that he was probably better at hiding some than others because of the way he ended up ending things. Clearly, I, I think my biggest red flag that was that I wasn't focused on the moment that we were in. I was thinking about like future things, you know, yeah. it wasn't about him being next to me in this moment. It was like, oh, well, I'm going to have someone to do X, Y, and Z with. So yeah, if it's not about that person specifically right where you are, then it's not about that person at all. Mm, so that's good. Um, I guess those were the biggest red flags that I had. And also that because I felt like I had to like, I was constantly wondering, you know, and yeah if someone is sure about you, I think that they make you know that. I think the biggest thing that we talked about that I just want to make sure I mention is that you were making yourself smaller mm-hmm. quite a bit. And it's something that has happened to you in previous situation and relationships, mm-hmm. but it's you like shrinking yourself to fit with them. So instead of Emma said this the other night and I was like, yes, yes. The church did yes. say amen. Like the church said amen. I said amen. People were getting saved all over the place. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she was like, I have to stop slowing down for men and I have to wait for someone who's going to catch up with me. And I was like, say it again mm-hmm. for the people in the back. Like it's really like an eat dust or catch up situation. Yeah. I feel like, and I don't, I can't say it's their fault, but I just do this, you know, because I think I'm so like, 
I want this to work. You know, I'm so sick of this. This isn't that, you know, there's like an idealism associated and it's definitely romanticized. And once again, it's not about the person, it's about the situation and the idea and the possibility. And I think that's where most people get the most hurt. And I think I do a lot of it to myself. What he did was wrong and messed up and I fully blame him for the situation. But I blame myself for letting myself get so caught up in something that wasn't yeah. the reality that I, I made it into something that it wasn't in my head, you know? And I think maybe if I had stayed more present and like, here's what's really going on, I think I would not have gotten attached so quickly. And I also think that I would have just maybe realized sooner that it wasn't going to work, you know? Yeah. But all I can say is lesson learned and move forward. And so hot girl summer has re-entered the chat and for me girl summer is uncanceled <laughs> for me hot girl summer like I think a lot of people take that as like live your life be as sexual as you want et cetera, et cetera. for me it's more like hot girl summer for myself like I'm in class you know our office is reopening again so I'm going to be in person in the office like five times a week so you know I'm moving to Manhattan and I'm like I'm back in church and like these are like hot girl summer moments for me personally yeah. It looks different for everybody, but the accomplishments that I have set up and the goals I set up for myself, that's hot girl summer as far as I'm concerned. And so yeah. I'm, I'm off the apps like completely already. I've had like a few people, one, if you're tripping, if you think that you end things with a girl and immediately the men aren't in her DMS, like you're super incorrect because <laughs> the DMS are full, super full. And most of them I just ignore, but other ones I had to be like, Hey, just so you know, like, I'm really not interested in anything romantic or intimate with anyone like sexually or otherwise. Like I'm just, it's me. It's, it's hot girl, Emma summer. That's it. It is hot girl. This girl, only her summer. (laughs) It's just harder to abbreviate. So we just call it hot girl summer. (laughs) So, So, so I just wanted to say, thank you so much for sharing that because it, it really isn't easy. I know a lot of our content is like, how hilarious is it that Emma's dating life is this tragic? And it is, it is, it is funny. And the situations that happen, like we laugh at, it's, it's definitely not, you know, just one-sided, but it is hard. It's hard to take that. It's hard to deal with situations like this. And it's really hard to talk about because it's not fun to like, go on to, you know, your closest group of friends, AKA the pod and say, Hey guys, just, you know, I, I really feel like I have met a person that I really feel interested in. And I really feel like this is going to work. And then a week later be like, (laughs) (laughs) what happened was, you know, and, and it was, it was a big, it was a big thing. Like it was a big traumatic thing that happened. It wasn't just like, oh, he dumped me. It was like, no, no. He fully tried to like climb out my window, dumped me and was unsuccessful in exfiltrating himself until he had to fake a food order. Like, so strange. So I just think like, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being as vulnerable as you have been. You not going back on the apps, I think is really safe and healthy for your heart. Um, And I, I don't, I don't want to say this like, oh yeah, you know, it's going to be so sad for our content. But I, I was saying to her, cause she's like, I just, I don't, I don't think I can go back on even if it is for the podcast. And I'm like, I think it's a much healthier message to talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. that like, actually she's not going back on because it's not a healthy space for her to be in. And she's not going to put herself through that. You know, you know, you, know, you can go in with the best intentions of like the entertainment factor, which was really like 
what it was supposed to be anyway. But if you're like me, and I assume a lot of people are like me, you can't help but get attached to someone who is expressing an interest in you and you reciprocate that interest, you know, like, and there's like, I don't know what it is. I, I can't understand the perspective of saying like things that, you know, the other person wants to hear for some motive that is unclear to them. I think that's so wild. That's what makes me the the most mad of all is that you're feeding garbage. Like you were feeding me literal trash out of your mouth, from your mouth to my ears. Like you're, you're like, here you go. Here's the garbage. You're lying with your face into my my face. face. (laughs) And that is just so wild to me because while I have been in situations where I'm like, Hey, you know, I've thought about this for a little while. And I think that it's best if we like to stay friends, whatever, you know, I am capable of having those conversations and I don't like, I don't just like, if someone has a connection or an attachment of some sort to me, I don't just drop it and like, let them flounder on their own. Like I provide an explanation and, you know, I'm honest about where I'm at, at all times, always, you know, I'm never going to lie to you and say, oh yeah, I'm totally feeling you when you down, like, I'm thinking like, Ooh, this isn't going to work, you know, because yeah, what's the point that wastes both of our time. So, and it's, like I said, it's okay to change your mind. I have done it. I've been in a place where I'm like, I'm into this. And the next day I'm like, you know, like just given the circumstances and the situation, it's not about you. This is just what I need to do. Yeah. You know? And I would also say that for friendships, like I'm, Emma and I talk about this all the time because I just don't really have the capacity in my life to be friends with people on a superficial level. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a ton of time and I, I need a lot of introvert time to just recover. So I don't have the capacity to do like really shallow level friendships where I'm like, oh my gosh, how was the weather? Yeah. Did you, what'd you do last week? But like, I, I want to have good, deep friendships with people that are interested in investing in me, but I don't have the time to put up with like a fake, like, oh, I don't think you're funny at all. And I don't get along with you, but I'm going to make time in my calendar for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have the capacity to do it. Yeah. And it's to my detriment. Like, it does not make you a popular person yeah. to be like, I, I don't, I don't make time for people who are not significant influences in my life and who I'm not trying to invest into relationally. But yeah it's important because you have to, you have to guard your heart, you know, gird your loins, like cover, <laughs> cover your bases and make sure that you are a safe, a safe person for yourself because mm-hmm. it's really, really easy. Like Emma was saying to get caught up and to be so fixated on getting this ideal vision or getting like the attention or getting the validation that you end up causing yourself more hurt than mm-hmm. the distraction was worth. Mm-hmm. I only have like a couple more comments because I know we've been like, this is a long episode and I'm not really that sorry, but like, you know, whatever. Um, it's our podcast and we'll do what we want. Please stay. And uh, <laughs> it's our podcast and we'll cry on air if we want to. <laughs> I won't do that. I just don't cry that often, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just emotionally dead now. Oh, I'm but, a weeper. <laughs> but there's a lot of dating advice circulating now, especially to like the next generation, to the, the Gen Zers that oh, like how to make him miss you, how to get guys who ghosted you back in your life, how to like, when they start pulling back, what should you do to maintain the relationship? And my advice is don't maintain that relationship. Leave. Me speaking to you as a person who tries to maintain those relationships and like does what they can to like regain their interest. One, it's exhausting, you know, and two, I stopped wanting them after a little while because now you have made me put in this like you maybe try too hard. You know, I'm not saying you shouldn't put an effort. I love to put an effort. Like I'm all about the effort. If that's not being reciprocated, leave because you're like, 
for someone they may maybe like they're not ready for you but for someone else they're like what they, like they're hoping for like you yeah. are what they want and to like bring yourself down to slow down to use our car metaphor for someone who is never going to be capable of catching up to you anyway bye eat dust I'm done. Yeah. This is NASCAR. I have won the race. You were back there and you crashed into the wall. That is very unfortunate. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. I have tons of sponsors. <laughs> so thank you very much. So I just, I can't get behind games and I won't do it. Yeah. You, you'll never have a real connection if you're playing games. Just Bottom like line. you won't have a real connection if you begin things sexually. Yep. And then it's just the reality. Video after video on TikTok, you're going to see like, why did he leave so quick? Why this? Why that? It's not your fault. I'm not saying it's your fault that he treated you like something to be used. That's not your fault, you know? Yeah. But girls and men, like girls and guys, we treat sex the exact opposite way, right? Yeah. Like girls have sex with people because they like them and they're interested in them. And guys have sex with girls because they want to have sex. And that's it, you know? And I'm, I don't want to generalize or anything, but like I have said it before and I'll say it again. If you're not willing to get to know me, sans physical interaction you are not you are not worth my time like get this get this through your head you are not worth my time if you're not willing to put in that kind of effort i i'm worth everyone's time because like honestly i'm the peak like let's be realistic with ourselves you cannot do better than me basically a three-tiered pyramid giselle bunchen j-lo me (laughs) (laughs) peak of womanhood you know this is like the most some of the most beautiful women are getting screwed over by like these mediocre men and for what you know like let's just stop the cycle now finish what we started in 1969 put them on the moon, <laughs> on the moon. get out of here you know what? they're not they need to go to like pluto because they're just as irrelevant like go <laughs> you're not even in this solar system anymore people don't learn about you <laughs> exited you oh, you know so Honestly, I think what it comes down to is just self-respect and being yeah. strong enough to say no to something that isn't yours. It doesn't belong to you. It's not meant for you because it wouldn't be so hard. Yep. And what Emma was saying to me before that I also really liked was protecting yourself from getting jaded because the only person that it's going to damage is you. Like mm-hmm. down the line, you getting embittered and trying to keep wading through this sludge of online dating and trying to just like deal with all the crap that you're slung. It's only making you more bitter and less believing that when the right thing does come along, that it is right mm-hmm. and that it works that easily or that you can trust what they're saying. Right. So. Yeah. There's definitely, I don't trust like anyone ever at all when they say these things to me because of things like this, you know, like, and because I'm so adamantly, like, I'm not having sex with you until you call me your girlfriend and I call you my boyfriend and it's an established relationship that I know you're invested in, you know, that, that factor I think is once again, I've said it before is seen as a challenge and clearly like, I'm not going to budge, like, let this be evidence to the rest of you who may try this tactic. It's not going to work. It does not work. I will not have sex with you. And even if it does work, you have not won. Just because a woman has decided to change her standard does not mean that all women will follow that pattern. Mm -hmm. And that therefore, if you just persist, that you will get what you want. And also gross. Who wants to have sex with someone under like false pretense like that? That's gross. It's gross. It's gross. So my thing is ultimately guys, like I don't want to be a broken record. You know, we will try to replace the bees with quiz corner just for like content and things like that. But I think you just need to know yourself 
And if you don't know yourself, such as people like this, who are so willing to be flippant about treating people like humans and ignoring emotional connection whatsoever and somehow maintaining this like facade for some, some weird reason, you, you just need, you need to know who you are. And yeah. people that do these kinds of things don't know who they are. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. And it's, it's not about you. I, I don't blame myself. I don't think I did anything yeah. wrong. I still think that I'm a fantastic partner and yeah. I truly, and I don't mean this in a vain way. I do think anyone would be lucky to catch someone like me. And 100%. it makes me so mad when I say things like that to someone because they made me think that they're like this rare breed or something because my bar is that low. So I'm taking the time off to re-raise my standard and keep it consistent where it should be. Not like, oh, yeah. you were nice to me and therefore I love you. Yeah. Love thyself, know thy worth. Come on. Like protecting your space is the best thing you can do. And whether that is maybe getting back out there for you, if you're in that space, great. For Emma, it is taking the time to get herself back in line, do what she needs to do, focus on herself, focus on her priorities and allow herself to set that pace that someone's going to keep up with. Mm -hmm. It is the season of single and I'm just on board with it. Tease the season. season. Feel free to message me your comments, questions, concerns, thoughts, similar reactions. Yeah. Agreed. Cause I think that this is much more universal than people make it seem. It's very true. And with that, I'm Hannah. I am Emma. And that's the tea.